0: You the adventurer, yes you, do you desire knowledge of immense worlds and arcane power, a codex of untold stories and lore, or perhaps simply easy listening for your daily commute? Then feast your eyes, or more accurately, ears, upon Dungeonpedia. Shit's about to
1: get nerdy in here.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dungeonpedia, an exploration into the lore of Dungeons & Dragons. We're your host, Lou and Markel. Taylor Stanfield.
2: And I'm Travis Peasley.
0: Who is still ill. Uh, you still know, pretty ill. Just,
2: just a little bit. I'm still dealing with uh, trying to get my voice back, which... Just isn't coming back. No, like, it came <laughs> back for, I think, a day... And then mm-hmm. after I got off work, it was... You overexerted yourself at work. Gone again.
1: Probably. I mean, we, he went to the doctor, and doctor was like, it's probably just being a pain.
2: Yeah, she said that I probably just had a viral infection. Now it's just kind of dealing with the aftermath of it, so it's, like, cool.
1: So there's, like, literally nothing to be done other than to just wait it out and yeah. wait, for this, wait for all of that lovely, lovely mucus to come... Out, I'll just clear out.
2: Uh, it's so fun. Being sick sucks.
0: Yeah. I mean, at least you feel better, right? True. I do feel better. It's just... You sound can't like talk. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> You sound like shit.
1: You feel great. I mean, he got a ton of work done and...
2: Yeah. It's just when it comes to
0: talking... Yeah. That's always the last part that leaves you, though. Is yeah. That's true. That cough and just... It sucks. Because when
1: I got sick last month, I like... There were a few days there where I literally could not talk.
0: Yeah. It's a... Uh... Yeah, and I was starting to get pre-sick at one point, and I couldn't... It, yeah. It, winter's hard. Winter's, winter's hard. hard. Everyone make sure you got your flu shots this year. You don't want the flu. Good God, no kidding. Oh. Uh, I'm remembering when I think I had the flu last year. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway. Not fun. Not fun. Uh,
2: I Your research was...
0: Also, okay, I say not fun. It was fun. It was fun, but... But I realized pretty uh, late into it... I'm sorry, there's going to be a lot of, like, caveats at the beginning of this episode. I'm very sorry, guys. But uh, I realized pretty late on, (laughs) not that mistakes were made exactly, because I didn't realize these things when they happened, but uh, if I could go back in time, (laughs) knowing what I do now, I would have done this a little differently.
1: Like, picked a different topic or um, I maybe planned a little further in advance for I, the research?
0: I would have, well, for one, I would have pre-researched my research a little bit. <laughs> um, I, I, I know what you mean. We've all done it. And then I would have also started in a slightly different place. Um Because okay. this is actually um, a suggestion, uh, was suggested by Ari Foxkit at... Ari the Fox Kit on Twitter. Thank you very much for your suggestion. Yay. Um, which the uh, suggestion was that I should cover the uh, types of dragons that I briefly mentioned in the Dracolich video that I did. Video?
2: Suddenly we've turned into a video.
0: Yeah, this, uh, this is actually our first uh, episode where we are uh, recording our faces alongside it. So check out our... No, it's not.
2: No. <laughs> that is the last thing people need to
0: see. I meant to say episode. Anyway. Shut the fuck up also. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, my... uh, you're. I mean, you're right about that for me, Travis. Um, Shut the fuck up, Lewin. I swear to God, what am I going to do with you? Taylor, you look great. Um, Thank you. So do you. Don't patronize me. Um, So,
2: so what you're saying is, uh, Foxkit is the reason that
0: this is happening. This is happening. You did this to me. Um, No, you you didn't. It's fine. I should have just. uh, We appreciate the suggestion. But um, what had happened was, (laughs) I didn't realize that it there would be as much content as there actually was. Okay. Um, And also, so I made a comment. In the Dracolich episode that there were new colors. uh, Okay, air quotes. There were new colors (laughs) introduced of chromatic dragons. And I made a note that one of them was purple. Mm. Purple. Turns out these aren't new. Oh. They are a reclassification of dragons that have existed in previous editions that were known by different names that were later reclassified as new colors of chromatic dragons. Okay. Hmm. okay. So, you know, I thought I would end up covering these new colors, new colors of chromatic dragons later on. <laughs> Turns out right. they're not new. And then when I realized that these aren't actually new dragons, they're just new or they're just going under new names, I didn't have time to go back and go to where they were originally introduced and, like, earlier editions they were in. Right. So, for now, what you need to know, because we're not talking about them in this episode. Oh. We are talking about (laughs) uh, a special variety of dragons that are known as planar dragons.
1: Okay. I, so, I will admit that I have some idea of... What we're talking about, or at least I think I do, because there are similar, there's a similar type to that in Pathfinder, where you have different types, like you have a celestial dragon and things like that.
0: That that sounds about right. So this is a, this is a primer, maybe hashtag spoilers for the next episode of this that I'm going to do, because these types (laughs) of dragons, not planar dragons, but these special types of dragons that many of whom were introduced at the same time, it's going to take me a couple of episodes. Okay. I thought I was going to be able to do them all this episode. And then Planar Dragon said, nope, there's like plus. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> there's more. We're here. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. So, the primer that you need to know for this episode, because I'm going to reference these two colors of dragons, is that brown dragons are dragons that were formerly known as sand dragons. They sound like what they sound like. They live in tunnels in the desert. Their breath weapon is essentially a scorching, dusty desert wind. Okay. And they are also me because they are lazy (laughs) and their greatest love in life is exotic food. (laughs) <laughs> hmm. They're they're fun. Okay. They sound fun. They're actually, really fun. I
2: kind of like that. I I like the exotic food. Yeah, Th-
0: that, that's that's real good color. I I love it. Yeah, and also purple dragons, which were formerly known as deep dragons, Ooh. which are purple colored dragons that live underground. A lot of them live in the underdark, and they have psychic powers. So, that's the primer of what you need to know, because I'm going to reference those colors in okay. this. They will get a more in-depth explanation later on, but... Just for, now. A, for now. For now. For now, This is what I feel like I have to do for everybody to understand okay. the variations on those colors. This is a little... This Had I pre-researched my research this would be the part two not the part one okay but, but
2: this is going to be the part one yeah
0: we're doing a little All two right. one probably three action here. so we're going we're we're pulling a star wars yes we're <laughs> we're
2: jumping in is... the middle and then we're gonna <laughs> yeah, redo
0: yes it's 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 nineteen seventy-seven. And a new, a new hope is coming a out. A new hope is coming out. So you're
1: getting all of the prologue that we're going to go back and do... Later. I, I assume you're going to be doing better than the prequels did.
0: I mean, there's going to be the same amount of, like, early CG, but I feel like I'm going to... Pull, pull it together a lot. Yeah, I'm going to like maybe address some plot holes before they become a problem that people talk about 20 years later.
2: <laughs> See.
0: I love Star Wars. Me too. And I do. I I love the prequels in a special way. Yeah, same. Like I it's just a funny meme. It's a meme. Prequels memes. You anyway. can hear more, you can hear more about that on our Star Wars cast. Just oh kidding. God. We don't have one. We
2: can't. We do not have the time for that. We can't
0: have one. <laughs> it would be just raw audio uploaded every week <laughs> and we would just be like screaming for half of it.
2: Oh no. Okay. So, so let's get into you said planar dragons. Yes. Planar
0: dragons. Okay. So, planar dragons are chromatic dragons that are transformed through various means as a result of spending a long time in a plane besides their native prime material plane.
1: Okay, makes sense. I've, you know, there's a special affinity in my heart for uh, creatures that are transformed by the planes that they live (laughs) in. Yeah.
2: Okay, so they're not originally from the planes, but... Or from the plane that they're in, I guess. you find them in, usually. They've just been altered to...
0: Yeah, and, and sometimes it is a physical alteration that happens... Like they are are physically altered by denizens of that plane, and sometimes it they're altered sort of magically, like by the, through the plane itself. Yeah, by like the essence of the plane, and sometimes and, and this is why I find this so interesting, and I really actually did enjoy doing this, was because sometimes it it very much just feels like a case of true Earth divergent evolution. Nice, nice, nice. So there's a there's a lot happening. Also, for clarification, we are spending the entire day in 4th edition. I'm sorry, Travis.
2: <sighs> but right. are you going to be okay? I'll be fine. It'll be fine.
0: But I don't think, I don't predict that I'm going to get really angry this time.
1: Here is my... Prediction on fourth edition and perhaps how what will shape the rest of Dungeonpedia for like ever. <laughs> oh, hmm. um, oh, uh-oh. I think personally that fourth edition, when they create it, when they create new things, does a lot of things really well, but when they are modifying old things, does not always do so well, or maybe
0: reclassifying certain things. <laughs> Hashtag Draco <Dracolichus. laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. We're not gonna. We're, we're not gonna, gonna harp. Pull we're, that not, up.
0: we're not gonna harp on that too much. I'm just. I'm just letting you no. know we are spending the entire day in fourth edition because these were creations that all had their inception. Not inception. That would be when people thought about them. Their uh, release initially in the uh, Draconomicon Chromatic Dragons, which okay. I believe was released in 2008. That sounds right. That sounds right. I honestly don't remember. I believe that's right. I'm sorry if it's it was <clears throat> if it was like 2009. I'm sorry. Anyways. Anyway, so we're going to start uh in hell uh with <laughs> abyssal dragons. Oh, so literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. We're going to hell. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, we're we're making a pit stop in hell. So, uh abyssal dragons are obviously dragons that find their way into the abyss, obviously. And this, one of them exists in a case where they are physically altered by the demons that inhabit the Abyss. There's another kind that is altered basically by the essence of the Abyss. Okay. Um, And these dragons are described as, quote, little more than living siege engines. Damn. Which is like, well. Primo. So they really
2: don't do much other than... Fight. Fight. They're just siege weapons.
0: Yes. So the first... It's kind of sad. It is. It's it's about to get sadder. Oh, no. The uh, first of these specimens are frost-forged worms, which are white dragons that are captured by demons to be improved, a.k.a. outfitted with cold iron plates that are driven into their bodies with nails. Oh, no. Jesus.
2: You know, I've actually heard about the... Not like everything after, but their initial name I've read before Mm -hmm. and was like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. Less cool now. A little less cool now, yeah. I mean, they're white dragons, so it's still
0: pretty cool, but... Just what happened to them, not quite. Not so cool. Yeah. That was a a joke. Oh. Because they're ice Uh, dragons. It flew right over my head, I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, no, I don't don't think these cruel acts against dragons are cool. It went right over my head, too. It's fine. Plus, one note about this is that the sample um, stat block that they give is for a level 11, Mm -hmm. which... My, my um, interpretation of this is that these are younger white yeah. dragons, which, like, makes it worse, too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, so
2: I'm not quite sure about how exactly the CR ratings and everything go for fourth edition but for like level 11 yeah that seems well, especially, like it would be pretty young for a dragon
0: yeah especially since the next one we're going to talk about is level 21 or 23 I do believe. That one
2: sounds one. more
0: yeah. adult. Adult, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's kind of my... It's not specifically said that it is, like, younger ones, but that's my interpretation. Yeah, that, that leaves Sucks. a bad taste in the mouth. Yeah, so that's kind of my interpretation. Um, so they're basically used as war machines by these demons to kind of, like... You know, because like, there's always conflicts going on between like demons and the abyss. Right. Know? I mean,
1: there's conflicts within conflicts, and yeah,
0: with demons, and they have actually kind of like a pack of attending demons that like continuously, you know, just like,
1: Aww. yeah.
0: So like, you know, the 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 dragon will try to like shake them off, and they'll just keep like hammering just these nails keep going, and... yeah, um, they're, yeah. like they're very. It, it's not like. The, the kind of relationship that a cult has with, like, their Dracolich, where, like, they want to keep it alive. Like, these demons don't even care. They're just like, if, if go they, fight. Yeah. Oh, God. But, um, like, if they die, then they die, kind of. Yeah. And and they have like a they have their their, you know, ice dragon, not ice dragon, white dragon like ice breath weapon. And they also have like kind of a, a pain frenzied state that they can go mm. into. It's very sad. <laughs> okay. And also if if charmed they'll attack the demons, which is like you go, but very sad still. Still, yeah. yeah. It's still not
2: not, not a great,
0: great... Not a great situation to be in. No,
2: this is not a pretty picture here for the poor white dragons. Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, another type that is less sad <laughs> and scarier is the death mask dragon. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. What? Which is one that has been more transformed by the abyss itself than by demons. You
1: okay. You know what I mean?
0: Like it, it, it's like the essence of the abyss has changed this creature. Um, it resembles a purple dragon, which, I mean, they're purple. <laughs>
2: they're
1: purple. They're
0: purple. With a serpentine body sprouting a bunch of legs like a centipede. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. dispropor- Yeah, it's a centipede dragon. Disproportionately small black wings that it can still use, but they're mm. kind of like cute. <laughs> well, they're not cute. This thing is not cute. I don't know. Like, just picturing that makes it kind
2: of cute. And in my like, home.
0: even if it's not cute, it is now. Like, the, the, I love, like, when you see dragons with like disproportionate, like dragonite, you know, yeah, yeah disproportionately disproportional tiny wings,
2: wings that just flap.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, well, here's where it goes back to not oh, being cute. Okay.
2: Um,
0: and the faces of its victims screaming out from between its scales. <laughs> Whoa.
2: What the yeah.
0: fuck? It, yeah. Um, a death mass dragon feeds on the essence of its victims when it kills them, which adds both their flesh and spirit to its body.
2: Jesus. I
0: think okay. in my mind, this thing looks like a Dark Souls boss. It, it sounds, sounds like a Dark Souls boss.
2: That does sound like something you would find in a game like that Bloodborne yeah. Dark Souls. Like, just this, yeah,
0: screaming yeah, this,
2: faces and. This,
0: like, purpley dragon with centipede legs made out of human faces. Oh, my God. Well, probably not just humans, but, you know. Just
2: whatever victim it is. Whatever. It, um,
0: yeah. Sentient faces. Yeah, yeah. That's the important part. I
2: mean yeah. people, demons, cows,
0: whatever, Who knows? other
1: dragons. Whatever it
2: just decides to eat.
0: But yeah, um, so it has a death whale ability that does that cool thing where if you're afflicted by it, you take damage when you attack. <laughs> Oh, boy. Which sucks. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, I'm going to be talking about this one a lot. You will remember my enthusiasm for this one from the Tarask episode. Um, it has a frightful presence, which a lot oh of these do. Oh, my God. Of course it does. Yeah. Because, like, they're big dragons. They're fucking scary. I mean, fair. And also a necrotic breath weapon. Which is sweet, actually. I do kind of enjoy that you get a lot of really interesting breath weapons from some of these. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, we've we took our little pit stop in hell. Yes. Now we're gonna swing <laughs> pit deep. stop. That's
2: where we started.
0: Hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. We, well, we we stopped and got some snacks in hell. Yeah, some uh, flaming hot snacks. <laughs> flaming hot faces. Yeah, what? I mean, I guess if we get like our <laughs> th- this taken <laughs> down, then we know. When we you then can't we know. say flaming hot. Yeah, we get some and hot essence in hell. Um. And now we're going to go to the astral sea. Oh yay! That feels a little nicer, actually. Yeah. So, um, astral dragons, which I say I'm gonna say chromatic dragons. These are all chromatic dragons. Okay. All of these that we're gonna talk about today, because they're in the book chromatic dragons. Um, astral dragons are chromatic dragons that are transformed after coming to the astral sea, which is the where all the dominions of the gods are. Right. It's an outer and planet. That, that-
1: so, this is when I said that 4th edition kind of fuckered the... Uh, fuckered? Yes. I'm <laughs> going to go with with the word fuckered. Not fucked? It was fuckered. Okay. Um, they
2: fuckered with it.
1: They fuckered with it. All right. I'm going to go full redneck here. Um, they. Mm. F-
0: <laughs> I don't think that's full redneck. I feel like if you really wanted to go full redneck, you wouldn't be sitting here doing this right now. Fair
1: enough. Okay, half redneck. I'll go half redneck. Um embracing my roots., um, uh, they fuckered with the planes a lot, and basically the astral sea kind of encompasses a lot, basically encompasses the outer planes. okay. So just think of it that way.
0: Yeah, it's like the sea and then the astral or the outer planes are like islands. Yes, exactly. okay. You know, I gotta be honest though. I will agree they did kind of fucker with it, but as a visual, I don't hate that visual. No, as the, as a visual,
1: it's nice. It's just that it it it's the only thing that it, it yeah, yeah. It
2: was just yeah. an unnecessary change.
0: Yes. Anyway, so the, but they t- <laughs> then they made the astral sea and they were like, "What if we put dragons in here?" Which is what they did. <laughs> astral
2: um, sea dragons.
0: And uh, it was noted that a lot of them um, end up in there because they have been commanded by a deity, like, hey, come see me here. Or, you know, like, who doesn't want to go to heaven? So it's Fair. like a, a personal sense of duty was how it was described.
1: Hmm. Hmm. All right. Um, I mean... Sure. That, that's... As good a reason as any. I would rather go mm-hmm. there, I
2: think, than the Nine Hells, but... Yeah.
0: I, will, I will also say that... Um, I could have probably talked about this a little more in the Drake Lich episode. I didn't. Sorry. But they, in 4th edition... They, which I don't hate this, and I might have time to talk about why I don't hate this later. They play a little faster and looser with dragons' alignments, so it isn't that all chromatic dragons are always evil. All metallic, dra- metallic, excuse me, dragons are always good. So you know, I could say that even though these, I are, appreciate that. I could say that even though these are chromatic dragons, like you know, they might have felt like going to heaven. So right, right.
1: I mean, who doesn't? Honestly, like the idea of being rewarded
0: for your good deeds. Exactly. Where would you? And it's not. They don't go here after death, right? They go there. So anyway, we're going to start with battle dragons. Okay, which are the kind of like warrior commanders of a variety of different gods. Um, One of whom listed was Grumsh, which I thought was (laughs) hilarious. Grumsh, hilarious. And they serve and, like, accompany their followers in battle. Um, They resemble a mix of red dragons and gold dragons, which is, like, beautiful. Yes. The picture was, like, super epic. Um, And they have, like, these great wings and, like, these big horns and, like, horns protruding from, like, other parts of their body, like, spurs on their legs and shit. Nice, nice. (laughs) Jesus. I I will say one quick thing. For 4th edition, the art in all of the books is beautiful.
1: This is true. This
0: is...
2: They had some really good art.
0: Especially, like, I had a a 4th edition era book about dragons when I was a kid, and I literally looked at that thing all the time. I was enamored by Mm -hmm. the art. Taylor can confirm. Taylor can
1: confirm. Also, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that book is one of the things that, like, got me
0: into, like, the idea of doing fantasy art. Yeah. So... Beautiful, Anyways. beautiful art. Beautiful dragon. Uh, so in battle, they are powerful warriors with another rival presence, um, as well as a battle cry that they use to bolster their allies. Basically, it gives all of their allies within range 10 temporary hit points, which is cool. That That's nice to be allied with a dragon. Yes. Yeah,
2: no shit.
0: Um, and, you know, as I mentioned, that 4th edition plays a little faster and looser with dragons' alignments. They can be of any alignment, and... It didn't say this specifically, but I would imagine that they're probably in alignment with their, whatever deity they serve. Probably, yeah. Just because that tends to be how that kind of thing goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: I mean, I would just kind of assume that that's how it went with them. Yeah. Most like other things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, especially if it's not listing, it's probably just...
0: Yeah. I would also um, imagine, well, I say imagine. This is where it... You would imagine dragons? <laughs> get out. Um this is my house. Get out of your own house. Um so this is where also it definitely reads to me as being a very uh divergent evolution situation because the word bread is specifically used. They're bread for battle, uh as well as diverged being used in the introductory paragraph when they're talking about astral dragons. Um, So this implies that the battle dragons that maybe your characters would be er, uh, interacting with in campaign time are the descendants, maybe, of red dragons who came to the Astral Sea in, like, ages past. Okay. That's, Um, That's pretty cool. As opposed to, like, the abyssal dragons, which sound like they were transformed by the abyss from a chance encounter. Yeah. Like a young white dragon getting captured and taken down there, or a purple dragon you know, finding a planar veil deep underground and then turning into, you know, draconic centipede Freddy Krueger, you know. <laughs> but this The most
1: beautiful of I descriptions.
0: Like yeah. But this sounds like very much like, I would imagine there's even like a pedigree kind of going on.
1: Yeah, probably. I, I suddenly
2: find myself wanting to see an actual picture of a centipede Freddy Krueger now.
0: I don't. I don't. Yeah, um, there also the other type of um, astral dragon uh, presented here are pact dragons, which are descendants of red dragons who are part of a pact made between Tiamat and the Githyanki, ah. who are inhabitants of the astral sea, uh, who were originally slaves of the Illithid, right? The mind flayers. Um,
2: Poor Githyanki.
0: Yeah. So and then basically, they wound up
2: making friends with Tiamat.
0: Yeah. Not
2: sure if you upgraded there, but...
0: No, you you didn't. You just got a different set of problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, you
2: just kind of shifted a little bit.
0: Yeah, so basically Tiamat was like, here's some red dragons. Uh, and so now, like, sometime later, these pack dragons have evolved in a way that they resemble regular red dragons, but are a little bit smaller. And they serve as, get this, the battle mounts of the Githyanki. Oh my god. Okay,
2: you know what? Actually, they might have gotten a little bit of an upgrade. I mean, they get to ride dragons into battle now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
2: That yeah. sounds a hell of a lot better than mind slave.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I'm and just then, saying. And then they remember that this is all like part of a deal with Tiamat, and they're like, "Oh, having less fun now. Still, still having fun, it, but less fun.
2: But a little less fun.
0: It's like when you're out having fun, and then you remember you have to go to work later, and you're like, Oh, oh. Dang, damn it. Oh,
2: I mean, still riding a dragon. That's." Yeah. So Still they, fun.
0: Yeah. So they get some cool, um, like, abilities that they can use with their rider, like, as a mount. So, like, you get, like, damage transference, uh, you know, cool things like that. Yeah. Uh, hmm. And they can also teleport within the Astral Sea. <laughs> hmm. That's frightening. They remind me, for, okay, y'all who, like, y'all are out there. I know you are. They remind me of the, um, Pernese dragons from um, Dragon Riders of Pern, because they could, you guys aren't saying anything. I'm sure uh, you're, I, I know what you're
1: what I'm referencing. i You know what I'm
0: talking about. I just never consumed the media.
2: I know nothing of what you're talking about.
0: It's uh it's a series. It's certainly a series. But yeah, I'm sure somebody out there knows what I'm talking There's, about. I'm sure
2: someone is out there.
0: Someone knows what I'm talking about. Um, someone's out there for you. (laughs)
2: Someone's out there for me. I just have no idea what you're talking about, so.
0: Yep. Okay, so next, uh, we have elemental dragons. Okay, yeah, I know what these are. Yeah, you know, this is, this is. I mean,
1: it's pretty straightforward, but I've actually looked into this a little bit. Mm. Yeah,
0: so elemental dragons are those that have been transformed by the raw energy of the elemental chaos. Yeah. Which is an inner plane made out of elemental energy basically. And
2: is literally just chaos. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Everywhere.
0: The name is very appropriate. Yeah. Oh, man.
2: So these things have been altered by this? Yes. Ooh.
0: So it says that while all inhabitants pretty much end up being shaped by the elemental chaos, chromatic dragons are more prone to it because they already have, like, an elemental quality to them. That makes... Yeah,
1: that makes sense. I can understand the reasoning
0: there. That's why some of these are, like... Very, very wild. Uh, hmm. yeah. You mean like... Extreme. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean like what? <sighs> I was going to say like wild like this is wild, y'all, or wild as in like untameable. This is wild, y'all, okay. and also untamable. Like this is wild, y'all.
2: I would also guess that they would be a little untameable given the plane that they're in, I guess.
0: Yeah. So first we have blaze worms which are basically dragon-shaped balls of fire. Like, they have a dragon head, but the rest of them is just kind of like an amorphous, like, whip-shaped fire. fire. That sounds amazing. That sounds terrifying?
1: Mark? Mm-hmm.
2: I, I mean, it does sound terrifying, but it also sounds amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, basically, in they in combat, they can teleport through fire, kind of. Like, they have an ability that produces, like, a firewall... That they can teleport into. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, And basically, they just like setting things on fire. They're just little arsonists. So, (laughs) me. Yeah. Yeah. Just Um, as a dragon. They, they value arson more than they value their own lives because they'll fight to the death with something that is flammable. Oh but if it's God. not flammable, they'll just run away from it. <laughs> oh, my God. Which they is like They are dedicated to their craft. Which was me playing Pokemon as a child. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. All four fire moves on my Charizard and nothing else. It's
2: currently what I have. I'm yeah, pretty sure. No, no uh, I take that back. I have other things.
0: Yeah, y-
1: y'all. We're not gonna. We're don't not. We're don't not, we're know.
0: We're like, not going down that rabbit y'all hole. Y'all and balance is kind of not this your is, thing. This is not it's our, true. This is not our Pokemon cast. Um, <laughs> so, they uh, they travel together in small. This is this is wild, y'all. Um, they travel in small groups that every few years get together with other groups to basically have a gigantic fire orgy. That produces what's called a mother blaze worm, which kind of hangs out for a couple weeks, which is basically a huge blaze worm. And then splits off into, quote, hundreds of blaze worms. Um, There's a little bit that says... Okay. This is said to be, quote, half again, as many as initially combined, which I'm assuming was somebody wrote the word again and then got up and had lunch and then came back and just kept typing. Um, Probably. (laughs) Which I'm assuming this means half as many so i don't know if their population just dwindles all the time i don't know what's going on there but the point is is that they have a big fire orgy well that that is important i
1: guess i don't
2: i don't think that it's that their population would dwindle at that point i mean
0: as long as but also if it is half as many that was at least a few hundred to like thousands of blaze worms in this fire orgy so imagine that.
2: Yeah. yeah. That just means that every few years you have just a 500, we'll just say, yeah. new blaze worms being created.
0: Well, but it says half as many. I don't know. I don't know. In any I'm just case, taking
2: it to think that it's half of the amount that was involved.
0: Yeah. And in the. Yeah, so it's like a few hundred go away. In any case, weird. it sounds pretty hot. Literally. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Yeah,
2: I actually caught that one this time.
1: Okay. I did. I just didn't want to acknowledge it. Thank you. I did.
0: So um, next we have dragon eels, which are just as cool as they sound. They they look like sea monsters. Oh, good. Um, so they move through the air and water parts of the elemental chaos and nice. sometimes find their way into the prime through like an ocean trench or like in a storm which is like cool. That is really cool. Like just imagining this big gigantic storm and then suddenly just like plop into the water as a fucking sea monster. It's just
2: a sea monster that just appears like what the fuck? I
0: don't know what to do with that. Yeah. Mm. Travis I feel like you'll really like this one. Uh instead of legs it has fins and its wings look like the flaps of a manta ray. Fuck yes. They're manta ray dragons. (laughs) That sounds awesome. It's Travis's dragon. It is is my dragon. Uh it, people. It's not, and we'll describe why in a second. Oh. Um oh. So they can fly and swim with with ease, and they also have a lightning elemental breath weapon.
1: Ooh. So this just
0: sea monster just, like, rears up out of the water and just opens <laughs> its mouth and shoots lightning at you. And just goes away. Yes, and then just, like, goes into the water again. And or you're dead, so.
1: Or yes.
2: instead just, like, lifts up into the air and keeps
0: flying. Yeah, it's like, bye. Sea like, flap flap. Sea flap flaps. Um, and air flap flaps. And air flap flaps. Um, they have a particular taste for human flesh. Oh! And have been known both to pluck sailors from ships and then, like, fly away, or capsize the entire, like, affair by biting a hole through the hull. Like, they go underwater and, like, bite a hole in the ship and wait for it to sink and then eat everybody. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. So it probably would just try to eat you. I mean, that's
2: fair. <laughs>
0: yep. Um, Next, because there's a few more of these than Abyssal or Astral Dragons, we have Tempest Dragons, which are made entirely out of water. Therefore, they can take whatever shape they want because they're made out of water, but they prefer to take the shape of a transparent blue dragon, which I would also do if I had the choice. That's a tough one for me. It's a dragon made of water. Yeah, we have yeah. a dragon made of fire, and now we have a dragon made of water. I mean,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, if I had the ability to
0: be anything, be
2: any shape, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to experiment, see what I like the best.
0: Be That's a, fair. I'd be a triangle. Um, so <laughs> they they engulf foes in their watery aura. There's a lot of auras in fourth edition. Um, Which basically produces difficult terrain and deals kind of like a Whirlpool-ish damage. Yeah, it reminds me of Whirlpool from Pokemon. Um, And can electrocute them with a lightning discharge. So, like, this thing just, like, traps you in this Whirlpool and then electrocutes you. And then just
2: electrocutes you. Just drops
0: a fucking toaster in there. (laughs) Like, being
2: trapped in the Whirlpool is bad enough
1: Calm down,
0: my dude. Just like I, <laughs> Do you... I mean, to be fair, this is like a very powerful encounter. It's like, so like flash like... fry, fair. just yeah, literally done. Uh, so if the tide of a fight is turning, they can also transform into cloud of water droplets and run away. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> same. <laughs> it's just like bye. bye. I mean, if if it hasn't just already completely like what's it called? Flash frying.
2: Flash fry. Yeah, if yeah. it hasn't
0: already flash fried your entire party, it can just transform into a cloud of water droplets and run away. Can you capture it with a bucket? Hmm. Hmm. You just like capture it in like a jar. Wait, what if you drink it? Don't mm. drink it. I hmm. mean, it's made of water. Piss dragon. Oh, no. Oh, no. That'd be me if I was a dragon. She's <laughs> just a dragon made out of piss. That's Jesus disgusting. Christ. I'm sorry, guys. No, you're not. That just like that thought just. Okay, came to listen.
2: My mind. Our beholder episode hit like the epitome of gross. I really don't think piss dragon is gonna
0: That's true. But we I feel like we should leave that where it lies. Yep. Next we have one of my favorite things that I discovered from this episode. Oh no. Which are called pyroclastic dragons. <laughs> oh, K.
2: Yeah, the name itself sounds
0: Dope. exciting. Yeah. So uh, it said that they are found in the most tumultuous areas of the chaos. Okay.
2: Tumultuous.
0: That's and a fun word. They feed on molten ores, which is like so like that's such a good dragon thing. Yeah. Like eating eating ores.
2: Just eating molten copper.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Um, they do have a taste for flesh, though. Don't worry. Oh, um, I was concerned. Yeah. Pyroclastic dragons are essentially living volcanoes and they're made of molten rock in the shape of a red dragon. A lot of red dragons here what in the chaos. The fuck? Um, they vent poisonous gases from their body like a volcano.
2: Okay. Which
0: is that point? Is it poisonous or venomous? It's probably poisonous. I think though. it's still poisonous. Yeah. yeah. Since you would breathe You're it. You're still like
2: inhaling it.
0: Yeah. Um, attack with their breath weapon that's essentially lava, okay, like, it, it will scorch you, and then it'll, like, solidify like harden. on you and slow you down, cause earthquakes, <laughs> and fuck? erupt when physically attacked. If you, like, do enough damage to this thing, it just... part of it will erupt and hurt you. <laughs>
1: These things I are, have no response. These things what are crazy. Fuck!
0: Gigantamax Colossal, right here. You're,
2: yeah, yeah, just in the shape of crap. What is the? Mm, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember the name of that dragon now. Shagular? No. Uh, Pokemon. Oh.
0: Uh, uh, Dragonite, Dragapult, Coma. Oh, uh, Tyrannosaurus. Is
1: that an actual dragon type? Uh,
0: uh, uh Drampa. Drampa.
1: Drampa. Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm just picturing drampa but mountain. on fire
1: or like a chinese dragon since it's kind yeah, of Yeah, like the a vibe. lung, that'd be yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. I mean it's specifically a red dragon so it's like a european dragon with wings, but also a pyroclastic lung would be super cool. This shit is insane. Yeah. I love it. bananas. So, um a- no, I'm done. No, we can't we can't sing that. Damn. it. So, uh next we are going to take a trip to one of everybody's favorite locales but particularly taylor's we're gonna take a pit stop in the Fey wilds yay but before we do that we need to take a pit stop pit stop at our ad break
2: no all right yeah let's do so we can get back to the Fey. hey
0: everybody thank you so much for checking out this episode about planar dragons. I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm holding us up and going to the Feywilds, but we just have some things we have to talk about real quick. Uh, yeah, I, I'm to here to get there. So let's hurry it up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Taylor let's go.
0: wants to go to the Feywilds. She's like, are we there yet? We're not. Uh, well, uh, if you are enjoying the podcast, uh, please consider supporting us on Patreon at Dungeonpedia. Uh, We have a $1 tier which is just uh, our undying gratitude and we also have a $5 tier where you can look at our notes. Yay! Or uh, how will you think those will be. Which, at this
2: point, I realize have not been updated yet. I'm trying to get everything into, like, one organized file before I Start go and that. upload more of them. Unfortunately,
1: fortunately, I have a bad habit of keeping the notes on my laptop and then not giving them to Travis. Yeah. And I
2: also have a bad habit of keeping them on my desktop instead of my laptop, or vice versa, depending
0: <laughs> on where I'm working. It's like so. we don't have a shared drive that we can put them on. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we're trying oh we're trying our best but anything uh anything's greatly
1: appreciated. anything's greatly
2: appreciated and, and just
1: goes back into trying to improve this show and make it something that you guys want to continue to listen to
2: correct um if you're interested we do have our actual play podcast that we've been doing for a good uh
0: good month good toe m- toe now what? good month toe 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 toes no we don't have those on the internet yet
2: No, for a good... I think it's been almost two months now, hasn't it?
0: I don't know. I think... I don't know. Time isn't real.
2: Either way, we do have our actual play podcast that we've been doing for a while uh, called Projectile Dysfunction. Yes, there is a lot of dysfunction. Yep. Projectiles included.
0: Some projectiles, but mostly dysfunction.
2: Uh, We have a Twitter for that, which is at ProjectileCast. Go follow there and... Consume you can,
0: more Dungeons
1: and Dragons.
2: Yeah. You can get all the updates for that there because obviously we're not going to take too much time in our ad break on this one.
1: Right. Uh, speaking of Twitter, we have one. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at Dungeonpedia. That's, you know, we got lucky with that. You yep. can find us on pretty much any website at Dungeonpedia.
0: Except ones we're not on.
1: Except for ones we're not on, but, you know, that's okay. Uh, you can email us at dungeonpedia.podcast at gmail.com. There we receive, you know, Anything. Uh, episode suggestions. Uh, we've had a few reviews that and like critiques that we've so appreciated receiving. Thank you for
0: those, by the way.
2: Yes. Uh, comments. Concerns. Concerns about what we've covered as well. Corrections. Corrections.
0: Sharing in your enthusiasm for dragons. Yes.
2: Yes. You can do that too. Especially if it's long formed like Lewin's. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to get notifications of our new episodes. That way, you're not waiting for us to post. Hey, it's live! You can just get the notification.
1: We tend to wait until that perfect hour to post to Twitter, but before then, you can hear about it. Yeah. If you're subscribed,
2: your phone will let you know. Like, hey, it's 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 live. Have a listen. Uh, while you're there, on any. Platform that actually allows it. You can rate us, leave a review. Those are helpful for getting us out there, getting us noticed. But more importantly than that is spreading the word.
1: Yeah, and on that note, uh, we've actually gotten a lot of um, shout people, yeah, on
0: on Twitter that have been very, uh, very kind. Thank you. Uh, we have had shoutouts from Dave the Human at Not a Space Lizard. I think he might be a space lizard. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Ari Fox Kit at Ari the Fox Kit. Thank you, Ari. Thank you. Traveler Farlander at TW Farland. Mm-hmm. And that DM guy at Tito Totita Toteta? Anthony, how do you pronounce your last name?
2: Yeah, we really are not totally sure how to pronounce the last name, and we don't want to butcher it. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> if we did. Sorry if
0: we did. I tried, I tried two, so hopefully one of them was right. So... Thank you to everyone who
1: shouted us out. Just, I can't even say thank you enough. Thank you for the reviews on iTunes. Thank you. And a big thank you to Alexander Nakarada for our theme song, Blacksmith. Thank you.
2: Yes, it has been... A favorite. A favorite. All right. I guess with that, we will stop torturing Taylor and... Yes! Let's get back to the episode... And uh, learn about some fey dragons.
0: Yeah. to the
1: fae To the fae wilds. All right, I need to know. To the fae wilds. To the fae wilds. All
0: right.
2: What do the fae wilds hold in store for us?
0: Dragons. Here, there be dragons. Everywhere there be dragons. Everywhere, Everywhere there, 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 be, there dragons. be dragons. When you're friends with Lewin, cool. um, so fae wild dragons, like pretty much everything else in the fae wild, are basically exaggerated dragons. Right. And, you know, charged with arcane power. Like, everything in the Feywild's magical. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. And it says those those dragons hatched in the Fey even more so. So some of them are born in the Feywilds and some of them are echoes, uh, essentially, of dragons that exist in the Prime.
1: Okay, yeah, that's pretty common with the Feywilds. They're like... Yeah. Sometimes it's like, and eh, this just exists just because something similar exists in the Prime.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's like that it's like that mirror that, of the prime, but that's twisted a little bit. Yeah, and you know, with the saturation turned up. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. So the first are fairy dragons. Yeah, spelled the good way to spell fairy with the e's. Uh, fairy dragons fairy. are creatures of bright iridescent colors that fly around in flocks, looking right. for fun and mischief because they're <laughs> yes. like yes. Because they're fairies. Because they're little fairies. Um, it said that their uh, origins are not like they're like the echoes that I talked about. Right. They're not planar, or they're not um, like dragons from the prime that entered the Fey Wilds, but they're echoes of prime dragons. Um, they come in fairy dragons. Uh, come in two varieties: uh, flitter wings, which are dog-sized yeah. dragons that teleport around. Yeah and explode in like colorful clouds when they're oh when God. they're slain. They're kind of like blink dogs but dragons. <laughs> I love them. I know and they're so cute. They look mm-hmm. like little
2: butterflies. They all just look so colorful and pretty
0: and adorable. They're the they're this is the this is the realist dragon fairy type.
1: Yes. I think Pokémon. I'm sorry guys. Yeah, I'm sorry if you don't consume
0: Pokemon for these past several episodes. You shouldn't consume Pokemon, though. That's immoral.
2: <clears throat>
0: <laughs> nobody nobody in the Pokemon world eats meat. Because
2: <laughs> um, that's,
0: that's sad to think about. That is
2: incorrect. It's
0: incorrect, but it makes me sad to think about. Anyway. Um, also, another type of fairy dragon are wind gleams, which are, like, bigger. I think they're bigger? Yeah, they're bigger. Uh, and they can also be, as opposed to like, just teleporting, they can also become invisible. Ooh. So they kind of... Both of these types prefer to avoid combat. So, like, wind gleams will, you know, turn invisible and, like, try to avoid getting in a fight. Um, And both prefer to, like, use various methods to lead aggressors away from their territory. Sometimes intentionally leading them into other people's territory because they know that those people can deal with it better. Yeah. So they... Like these are like low level encounters. They're
2: kind of like pixies.
0: Yeah, they're they're kind of like pixies. They just kind of float around
2: and they like the cosmic shift. They avoid combat, combat or conflict. And if a threat comes near their home or anything, they will do whatever they can to redirect them away. Yeah,
0: exactly. They don't like to fight. Then you have mirage dragons, which are. This is one of my favorite types that uh, that I found in doing this. These are beautiful green dragons, potentially descended from green dragons, mm-hmm. um, with colorful manes of feathers, oh, like nice. under kind nice. of like a crest nice. almost, like under their horns. Um, and they hide away in like untouched, unsettled forests because mm-hmm. they don't like. People they don't like people, they're like me. Um, they <laughs> largely prefer not to interact with anybody else, but they're often close with Eladrin. Nice because they have that kind of they basically have like an elven spirit. Yeah, Travis just pulled up a picture of it, it's so beautiful. Nice, it is.
2: I think anyone who can safely,
0: yeah, look up pictures of all of look these.
2: Look up pictures of these because I've been kind of just going through they're, looking them up. Some of them look so, so cool, cool. Yeah. cool.
0: Um, but they, they kind of have that same, uh, elven spirit of, like, independence that eladrin do. So, they're oftentimes close with, like, especially, like, noble, like, noble families of Eldrin. Yeah. So, the uh, Mirage Dragons utilize a frightful presence, because as beautiful as they are, they're also very strong. And big dragons. <laughs> they are big dragons. Big dragons. Um, and they have a Mirage power, basically, that produces difficult terrain around them. Um, And also a breath weapon that has a charming effect. (laughs) Nice. And a venomous bite. So they're very dangerous, very strong combatants, but they prefer to not fight, which is why they're so reclusive. Well, that, and they don't like interacting with people. Yeah. But...
2: So my my question, with their Mirage ability, mm -hmm. is that a... Like, constant effect, or is that something that they can, they have to activate?
0: Uh, it says, standard, sustain minor, encounter. (laughs) So, I'm assuming that 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 means that they do have to sustain it. I'll be honest, I don't know exactly how sustain effects work. I don't know if it's, like, a basically a concentration check.
1: If I can interpret that, the way I'm interpreting it is is kind of as, like, it's their default, but they can... like, they can switch it on
0: and off, basically. And I believe... aren't in, Don't encounter powers have a specific number of uses?
2: I believe so. They either have a specific number of uses or they recharge once every 1d4 rounds or 1d6 rounds. So,
1: at least the way that works in 5th edition, like, for instance, the way it works for a blink dog, and this is another possibility, is that if a blink dog... Uh, uses its one use of teleport. It can recharge the teleport when it goes to bite somebody mm-hmm. after it rolls a certain number. yeah, for the, the for the bite damage
0: because the okay. uh, description, and it's also described as a burst. So I think it's like they because the initial burst attack does damage. So I think they use it and then have to sustain it. And can potentially only use it a certain number of times per encounter or something right. like that. Um, Still pretty, yeah. Uh, but they're uh, like, lifting, they're yeah. pretty dangerous, but they prefer to not fight, which is why they are so reclusive. Then we have wretch dragons, which Ooh. are the slaves of the Fomorians, which Fomorians, I didn't look too much into them because I didn't really know anything about them when I saw this, but they're essentially the dark echoes of titans that live in the Feydark. Yes. Okay. Um, so these uh, wretch dragons descended from the echoes of purple dragons, which, if you recall, live underground in the prime um, right. and have like psychic powers. So they're, uh, they're chunkers. Uh, <laughs> they are described as being covered in an extra layer of fat, because they have been overfed by their Femorian <laughs> masters, so they're like chunky. Oh, that's nasty. What are these things called again? Wretch uh, dragons.
2: Wretch dragons. See, I um, was thinking that it was going to be like a zombie or something.
0: Uh, well, here's where the wretch part comes in. Huh? Uh, oh, they no. are covered in growths. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's just, that was one of the words that was used as growths. Oh. So, um, despite their gruesome appearance, they are highly intelligent. Um, they can pull foes towards them using an ability called Wretched Curse. Um, they can teleport using their psychically charged breath weapon, which, by the way, all of the Fey Wild Dragons can. It's kind of like the the Blink Dog's bite attack, I guess, where it's like they use it. Well, it's like the opposite. They use it and then can teleport. Huh. Whereas Blink Dogs like they can teleport and then attack. Yeah. So, uh, not only do they have those abilities, but when they become bloodied, the growths on their bodies burst with, like, attacks, which, you know, cover their attacker in necrotic nastiness. They're nasty.
2: Damn. The
1: only thing I can find is this chubby dragon, uh, from...
2: Yeah, there's not a lot of art about... Wretch dragons. Well,
0: I mean...
1: Even
2: on the Forgotten Realms I uh, mean, wiki a, page, you, there's not even, like, a link to click on for the wretch dragon.
0: Well, uh, I mean... Yeah, uh, it's just a chubby
1: drinking uh, <laughs> dragon uh, from the plane of
0: Elysium. That's the only thing I can find. Huh. Hmm.
2: Well... I guess, in this case, just use your
0: imagination. That sounds <laughs> fucking gross, though. I mean... If I was an artist, I would probably rather draw a Mirage dragon than a wretch dragon. so true. Sure, but
1: some people are into drawing gross stuff.
2: I would very yeah. much like to see a rendition of a wretch dragon. Yeah, but if
0: you've seen one, feel free to tweet it at us. Yeah, yeah I would
2: like to actually see it.
0: So next. Where we're taking another pivot into uh opposite land like we did earlier. And we're going to the Shadowfell. Yay. Because that is the, the opposite. Yeah, that's the uh the dark edit on the prime. Yeah.
2: The dark edit.
0: So there's We're not, done with the neon pastel. Yeah, we're done with the neon. Now we're into the, the goth edit. So the draconic denizens of the Shadowfell are were described as being, like, terrifying enough in their home plane. Right. Much less if they ended up in the prime somehow. And also uh, apparently have a deep and abiding hatred for light and life as concepts. So. Yeah. That's cool. All right. I mean, there. I wonder what the Raven Queen thinks of these guys just hanging out. Hmm. I wonder what she thinks about hmm. that.
2: She might not think anything of it, really.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, she should. Uh, oh. First, we have um, blight dragons, which reside in the wastelands of the Shadowfell, and their mere presence just saps life from things oh. around them, and it turns the landscape from whatever it was to just dust and bones. Like, plants wither as they walk by, Jesus. and animals just, like, keel over and die, and then just Rapidly decompose into, like, blanched bones. It's, Jesus! Yeah, it's like the uh, the opposite of when you're walking around in Okami as a Matarasu. So, in combat, their bite deals necrotic damage like a Komodo dragon. I don't know if that actually translates, but that's what happens in real life with Komodo dragons. Right. That's what I think of it as, because it's not poison, it's bacteria. Right. Their breath is a hot wind of dust. Oh my goodness, I did not lead in this properly uh blight dragons are echoes of brown dragons oh okay. okay which was why i clarified about brown dragons earlier recall that they live in the desert and have a breath weapon of like a hot desert wind with dust and stuff in it okay um that makes more sense now yeah they can leech energy from their foes with their bite no it's not with their bite it's a ranged attack i'm sorry oh my goodness Oh my god. We got to the Shadow Fell and I got mm. so excited that now I'm just like. <laughs> so excited. I'm just like, I'm struggling to read. So. It uh, happens. And also, they have a frival presence.
1: Oh, it's, what a surprise. Naturally. Yeah,
0: what a surprise. Because <laughs> they're scurry. Um, and they can also like whip up a dust cloud that they can use to cover their tracks while they escape if they didn't want cool. to escape a battle
1: next which i get the feeling they don't have the
0: same fear as uh, the fey dragons of fighting probably and they're also very strong so uh next we have shadow dragons which are actually the uh last of these special kinds that we're going to talk about today oh. um they lurk in the ruined cities of the shadow fell and enslave other denizens of the Shadowfell as their servants. Ooh. Um, you know, it was described as, like, a lot A lot of them have, like, undead servants. Yeah. But apparently they have a particular fondness for enslaving the Archai. Oh. Which is why the Raven Queen should care about these. Yeah? Ooh, Maybe just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, they resemble a black dragon, but have a crest of backwards-facing horns and spines instead of frontward-facing, mm-hmm. which black dragons have regular dragon episode and coming one day. Um, maybe. Is it? No, it is. I've just been holding off. Oh, yeah. um, and then whatever. Um They also have a swimming fin on their tails. So they like hide in the shadows. They're described as basically kind of blending in with the shadows because they have like their hide is black but their scales are like transparent. Mm-hmm. So you see like their hide through their scales. It's pretty cool. So they kind of, they'll hide in the shadows and like stalk their targets, you know? They don't fight fair, they fight dirty. And they use an ability called Globes of Darkness to basically create patches of darkness that they can teleport Mm -hmm. in between, which I kind of thought of this as like... Like, I combined that with, like, the detail of their swimming fin on their tail. Mm -hmm. So I, like, to think of it as, like, they're swimming through the shadow.
2: They're just, like, yeah, they're just, like, swimming through this...
0: This, like, inky blackness. Mm -hmm.
2: That is a pretty, like...
0: Nice visual. Cool visual. Yeah, and they're uh, described as being, like, even more basically just, like, a dragon, but, like, worse. They're even more, like, greedy and... You know, assholey.
2: I, I'm just curious how you can get more greedy because I mean, dragons are you know. inherently just greedy. Like they yeah. hoard everything that they find valuable. I'm I mean, guessing,
1: like if I had to guess, uh, like a logistically how. Just less self-preservation. It, basically, the greed takes a higher priority in their list of mm-hmm.
0: needs. Or, like, you can be greedy, but not, like, completely, like, maliciously avaricious. Kind of like me. Like, I'm greedy, but I wouldn't, like, kill someone for money. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, that's... like, these guys would absolutely just mug someone.
1: <laughs> just mug a bitch.
0: Also, their, their fondness for uh, Shadar Kai uh, can also, like, ride them as mounts, which is, like... Pretty what?
2: cool. <laughs> what? That's so cool. I'm so I'm so just like confused on that one though because they enslave the shadow card. Well, they're like their they're, worri-
0: they're like their warriors too. It's not just like servants for them to like bring them food. They're also like warriors. Okay,
2: because so, I was like, if they're just slaves, why the hell are they letting them ride them?
0: I mean, it's probably think about our relationship with horses.
2: <laughs> horses are scary. Are we? Slaves to horses? No.
0: Horses horses are scary. Wait, (laughs) what? Horses are scary, guys. That's that's what you just implied. I'm just saying. Yeah, horses are scary. I'm telling you. We think we're the ones in control, but I've seen their eyes. They're dead. I'm kidding. If you hmm. like horses, I'm kidding. But horses are a little scary. Every horse I've ever looked at would sell me to Satan for one corn chip. I wonder if that's just a you
1: thing or a horse thing. I think that might. Are just... you saying
0: everyone around me would sell me to Satan for one corn? Chip? No, I'm saying every horse would. There's a difference. <laughs> they just looked at me and they're like, "This bitch."
2: I I've looked at several horses over my life, and I've never thought once that they, they would... were evil
0: <laughs> they... or
2: that they would sell me to Satan for one corn chip.
0: I mean, I I respect horses. I do. I promise. But I feel like they're also <laughs> a little scary.
2: I mean they they got a lot of power.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like they can kick. They will prank your fucking neck. Either by kicking you or Yeah, we you know off. a guy
1: who got kicked in the um in the neck by a horse and um was in a coma for like six months. Yeah. And then woke up and his voice was completely different. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, they're he, scary. In,
2: initially he woke up and didn't have a voice for like two years. He yeah. couldn't talk. They reconstructed his vocal cords.
0: Anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, in conclusion, respect horses because they're scary and they will. And respect the the shadow dragons. Shadow dragons
2: because yeah. they're scary. <laughs> they're scary.
0: So, um, that is all of all of these <laughs> that I um can get to today. That's all. Yeah. Well, that's all the planar dragons that are okay. This. So I meant to do planar dragons and then other, but it turned into just planar dragons. So I have thoughts briefly. Okay about some things that were briefly touched upon also in the Dracolich episode. But I think that there is a little bit of a contrast in how dragons are presented, particularly in 4th edition, Mm -hmm. than in other editions. And I think it is this, this picture that dragons in this fill a little bit more of a role that is more often filled by humanoid races in that I feel like... You you find in this that dragons that are victims of more than just like their own greed and their own like personal shortcomings. Like I feel like in this, you know, you find dragons that are literally like victims of something. Yeah, like the um, the uh, mm-hmm. oh, what were they called? The uh, the frostforged worms yeah. Like, yeah are literally victims of like kidnapping. They're the, yeah, and like and as we talked about in the dracolich episode, the like, early dra- renditions of the Liches. Yeah, and even like the the ones in fourth edition also. But like you said, going back to the oldest renditions of Liches where it was definitely like the cult's idea. Yeah, and you know for a while. You know, dragons would be physically forced or you know coerced into undergoing this procedure, procedure, uh, ritual. <laughs> that I sounds mean, more medical. But I think you
2: could consider you could call it a, it a
0: procedure. procedure. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, the drake procedure went well. <laughs> I would like to have the drake glitch procedure done to me, but you know, and and I feel like that that presents a contrast to some other portrayals of dragons that you that you see, where. They're not infallible because they can be victims of their own greed and their own arrogance. But I feel like it presents a contrast that almost makes them feel more human.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking that that's the word that you were leading up to. For yeah. For sure,
0: yeah. Because I've consumed a lot of media about dragons. A lot. A lot. Ever since I've been fascinated by dragons ever since I was a child. Like, people talk about, like, horse girls, and dolphin girls. I was a dragon girl. Lewin was the dragon girl. And I've seen a lot of portrayals of dragons that I feel like fall into the portrayal of dragons that I think I see more often in D&D where they are, they're not probably going to be brought down by anything other than their own greed or just like, Honorable combat. You know what yeah. I mean? But I feel like this this presents a picture of dragons that I have also consumed in other media where they're a lot more human because I feel like they can be taken advantage of by other people. Or like the um the battle dragons, like you know, they're these like pedigreed, like war generals. And right. I feel like that's something really different that doesn't exist in, anywhere else in other maybe forms where it's like dragons are just these like big powerful you know almost almost infallible creatures and at first i kind of balked when i was reading about like how Draco liches were being presented in fourth edition which i do still stand by some of the things i said that i thought were stupid and needed to be expanded on more but i don't hate the idea of maybe them having been taken advantage of by a cult or being captured by demons Or, you know, something like that. What have you. Exactly. Because I feel like it's it's a very interesting thing to do to portray them as being closer to like a human. Yeah, for sure. If that makes sense. And that's what I really enjoyed about this is that it felt like you had a lot of these different variations that were created in so many different ways that like. I feel like kind of worked.
2: Like yeah, they they they're not all presented as like you said earlier, just the straight, Crazy. infallible, greedy monster that
0: your party is going to fight, and that's you won, and that's the end of it. You slayed the dragon. Yeah, yeah, they're
2: presented in a way that like if your party is researching, if your party is researching the nine hells, and suddenly they come across the story of the frost worms. Yeah, the frostforge worms. The frostforge worms, that they're not gonna think we need to kill them.
0: They might think we need to help them. They're
2: that. probably gonna think, oh shit, that's that horrible. Sucks. We should take care of that while we're there.
0: Yeah, we should we should help this. And you know, and that they, they kind of all and I know that like the different colors of dragons sometimes act different, but you have like, you know, Like the blaze worms, if they think they can set you on fire, they're not going to run away. But then you have, like, you know, another dragon that'll whip up a dust cloud to get away. And then you have some that, you know, they fight with other people and they, you know, they bolster their allies with a battle cry. And it's just like, these feel like different people to me. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I love dragons.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, you have the, like, opposite end of the... Fairy dragons,
0: yeah. Who like they don't want to fight at all.
2: They're not gonna fight you at all if they can. They're gonna run, or if you present yourself in a manner of like, I'm obviously not here to kill you.
0: Yeah, they'll like you might be
2: able to actually talk to them.
0: Right, like they they'll some of them like the especially the little ones. They'll even play tricks on you, like pixies do. You (laughs) know what I mean? Adorable. I know. It it just to me. I know that some people might have a problem with 4th edition deciding to, and I'm so... Uh, about them playing fast and loose with the rules about Liches. but I don't have a problem with them playing fast and loose a little bit more with the alignments because even though it was created that it's like, these are the chromatic dragons, they're the spawns of Tiamat, these are the metallic dragons, they were created by Bahamut, blah, 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 you know, in their war of good versus evil, I just feel like dragons are such a cultural staple and they are so intelligent you know, high-thinking creatures, that it makes more sense and appeals more to me that there are a lot more of these examples that read to me as individuals. Yeah. More than just like, "This this is a red dragon. Red dragons are always evil, yada yada. Yeah.
2: I think it makes a lot more sense, especially when you factor in how intelligent they really are. I feel like at some point you would have a random chromatic dragon be like i don't want to eat people yeah i actually don't want to follow like this evil side instead i see the plight of this other race yeah that we're causing i would rather help them
0: yeah or a metallic dragon who just wants to be a chaotic asshole Yeah. yeah you know what i mean
2: like i can i can see either way of that it just they're so intelligent
0: and plus like Dragon volcano, come on!
2: That is just still bizarre. What the hell was that thing called again? A, py- a pyroclastic dragon. pyroclastic dragon. I mean, the name itself would strike fear it's into so cool. like everybody. But that's yeah. just
0: my that's just my my two cents on the dragons. Yeah, and the the kind of expansion of of alignments for dragons and these special types of dragons that have been shaped by being in other planes. I just, I love dragons, y'all. I know, I do too. I know, I love dragons.
2: Dragons are really cool. I um, do enjoy them.
0: Thank you for uh, listening to me. (laughs) I'm getting off my soapbox now.
2: (laughs) Get emotional about dragons?
1: I Yeah. Lewin gets emotional about dragons, the episode. Last time I got
0: angry, this time I just (laughs) got emotional. I mean, anger is still an emotion. True. Yeah. This is just like emotion, though. Like, my emotion Raw is... Raw emotion. My emotion is emotion.
2: Anger leads to
0: hate. Hate, hate leads to, to suffering. Suffering leads to pain. Oh. Uh-oh.
2: Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Lewin's dark side path is, uh... Dragons. <laughs> dragons. <laughs> dragons. My dark side path is dragon content. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Thank you. This was, this was a, little, a little bit of a deep cut for me there at the end. So, enjoy that.
2: Uh, Don't forget to follow us on our various social media platforms where you might encounter more ramblings about dragons. Of this,
0: whatever this is. Uh, is. Thank you to Ari Fox Kit, again, at Ari the Fox Kit on Twitter for suggesting this. Uh, part one, I guess, of your suggestion. Maybe. I hope this satisfied you. I hope this is what you <laughs> uh, wanted. If
2: not, we have multiple More. parts coming out for your suggestions. So. Yeah.
0: Incoming.
1: Um, if you want to suggest something like Ari Foxkit did, uh, send us an email at dungeonpedia.podcast at gmail.com Or tweet us. That works too. Or tweet, or tweet, us. tweet us.
2: It works. Uh, Tell your friends...
1: Thank you so much to everyone uh, who has been shouting at us out recently.
2: Yes, we have a more expensive list in and our outbreak. break. Ad
0: break if you didn't listen to that, yeah. <laughs> go back and listen. If you wanted to hurry up and skip to the Feywilds, which like fair.
2: Yep, fair enough. Um, but that being said, thank you once again for listening, and we will catch you here next week on Dungeonpedia. A lava dragon
0: lava dragon or
2: I'm sorry a volcano dragon
0: eel dragons and such. dragon dragon dragon. Yes. dragon.